Twitter, me hit this your boy Almega. Welcome to a brand new comic crusader special. And today, my man Chris, you know Chris, Mr. Woozy from the Crackle Network over here, hooked me up with an amazing, amazing creator that has a dope show that we spoke about. If you watched, you better have folks on that cracker special we did, you know, for what's hot this month. And it's called Kozaks, the Kozaks. And so there we have the producer, the director. Not just that, but I mean, she's done quite a few things. She's been in there all the way from Ukraine, the one, the only, the very talented Oksana Ivonik. How you doing? Hello, nice meeting you. <laughs> Likewise, thank you for coming on. You know, uh, hopefully it's not too late for you out there. So I try not to take too much of your time so you can get your rest so that way you get that brain working on your next big project. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. So so let's do this. So again, thank you for coming on. And I have to ask here, because you do multiple things. So, you know, what actually what actually inspired all that? What inspired you to become a film producer, a director? How did you even start? Well, let me correct you a little bit. I'm not the director. I'm the screenwriter and the producer okay. of the show. Okay, uh, screenwriter and producer. Runner, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> some time ago, like quite a long time ago, I I just realized that I'm very fond of movies. I just, you know, what, what do you enjoy most in, in your life? Just watch movies. That's it. Then you realize that, you know, how do you want to make money? Probably doing what you enjoy the most. And, you know, little by little, you start to just switch to the activities that you like. And your relatives and your husband will start to call you, well, you know, why are you watching this series? Why are you watching this movie? You know, you, you just, you know, it looks like a spending of a time of a lazy person. And <laughs> yeah. I and my excuse was that, you know, it's my job. That's my job. That's what I want to do in this life. Hey, you're researching. That's what you're doing. You're sitting there and you're researching. How dare exactly. they? Exactly. Exactly. I'm learning from the best. Yeah. Is there a particular film, movie, or TV show that basically that awakened you? Was there any particular show that awakened you? That, that was the one that you said, wow, that... Because of this TV movie show, whatever, is why I want to do what I want to do for the rest of my life. Well, it's a tough question. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough because you know the first movies that come to my mind are Ukrainian movies, and your viewers probably don't know about them, never heard about them. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to think about some, some really like from that were produced in America. Okay. And let me think, going back in time, what could be that? But you know what? Put us on to those Ukrainian movies. We need to learn over here. What are you talking about? You know what? It's I'm talking right. about America, We're not the only one that makes movies. So you know what? I, I, and I'm starting to find myself enjoying a lot of more foreign stuff. Like, I, I have an Australian team member. And there was uh -huh. a point in time that I was watching more Australian TV shows than him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, we, we're hungry for it over here. So, you know, talk to me. So what was the movie about? You know, it's called Mamai. It's filmed by a Ukrainian filmmaker and the director Sanin. Uh 
And it, it is beautiful. It's absolutely astonishing. And it was filmed using a very particular technology that was late sold worldwide. The person who actually invented that tool is Ukrainian. And you put it on a car, it's like a holder. Yeah, and it helps you to keep the balance. So it was created by a Ukrainian. It was first used on that particular movie. Really? I love this movie history, folks. You hear this? <laughs> I'm happy I asked. You see? Talking about international projects, you know, well, uh, some, well, quite a long time ago, I was very fond of Jeeves and Wooster. That's what inspired me tremendously. And just a few weeks, maybe a week ago, Stephen Fry was in Kiev, in Ukraine. And he was a presenter at the forum here. In his Instagram, he posted quite a few pictures and notes from his uh, trip to Ukraine. So it was exciting. And, you know, he's the star of my childhood. And later on, I was very fond of his novels. So he's British, he's not American, but still, yeah. you know, that's something worth putting my words in. Excellent. All right, so Excellent. let me ask you, so being in the Ukrainian, you know, how, how easy was it to get into, you know, their Hollywood version of the market? Was it easy? How did you navigate that there? You know, like, you know what's, what's Hollywood in Ukraine? Well, <laughs> in Ukraine, there was a situation in the very beginning of 90s when film industry died completely. Soviet what? Union fell apart. And all the specialists that were either located in Moscow or they moved to Moscow. Okay. And in 90s, it was, you know, like nothing happened here. Nothing at all. Television started to, to pop up. You know, some private channels started to develop. And little by little, in the beginning of uh, in of this century, you know, Ukrainian specialists started to return to Ukraine. And at that time, I went to Moscow. And there I went to a very good film school. And my uh, curator of my course was Alexander Radnyansky, you know, a very famous... Jewish Ukrainian producer who later worked for you know, on a number of U.S. projects, and uh, he's he's absolutely fantastic. So I went through training there, came back, and I was and established a production company in 2011. And okay. since since that time, we started to produce TV series first, then feature films, documentary films. One of our documentary films called Ply last year received like dozens of international awards. This little, you know, from a little girl to a married woman where you were being questioned, why are you watching so much TV to winning awards for this, you know, for that now being on the TV and more, how do you feel? Well, you know, I'm extremely happy that our Cossacks will get American viewers and will get more viewers because that's the most important, you know, that's the most important for people.
to see what they are doing. I, I'm loving it. You know what? You you dropped the name. I love it. That like sounds like an alarm to me because folks, folks, we have a treat for you. Because this is what Chris do over here. He hooked us up with a trailer and baby. That's right. We have it here. So before we get into this amazing show and talking about how Oksana pulled it and made it and her amazing crew, let's get a peep of it right now. I'm Ivan Abjuranko. When I was 13, the Turks attacked and captured my poor mother. I'm here about my mum. To get your mother out of Turkish captivity, you need a lot of money, which you don't have. When you get me the orb, I'll pay you then. Get in here. I look at that. So happy to see you guys. Let's skip the hug and get down to business. You're a dead man. Yeah! <laughs> By the way, I'm Ivan. Pleasure to meet you. Find that idiot. Put the gun away. And let's be nice. Mm -hmm. A tiny little kiss is all I want from you. <laughs> you know what they say, the longer the Cossack sword is, the shorter his... You know what it is. <laughs> well, boys, you've got a bit of a smart ass here. Yeah? <laughs> well, I don't know what people call you these days, but uh, I'm Ivan. That's right, folks. That's available now on Crackle for free. That's right. You know how they do it. So, Asana, let's get into it. What was the birth of the story behind Kozaks? <laughs> well, you know, some stories you make for money, but this one was conceived in love. So we just, you know, we are very fond of Kozaks as a, an actual phenomenon. For Ukraine, it was a very important period of our history because at that time, we had democratic republic in our country. That's true. Yeah, that's a true fact. Yeah. We are, the head of the country was elected. Before we were occupied by Russia, you know, at that time, before we signed a treaty with Russian Tsar, it was a very blossoming country. We had 100% literacy in this country because all kids in 16th century had to go to church schools, had to learn how to read and write. Women had very powerful social roles. For example, we have a number of folklore songs now saying like, you know, women are at the marketplace selling their husbands <laughs> because they are lazy. I brought my husband to the marketplace and nobody wanted to buy him. So I felt sorry for him and decided not to sell him. Oh, and stuff like that. And it's a part of the national Ukrainian folklore. So, you know, we want, in this show, we wanted to uh, expose these social roles of female characters, you know, that they do not cry, they are not afraid. They take weapons and they fight. 
they have their very strong storylines and they don't follow male storylines. They, you know, they have their own programs, their own goals. And our main characters, they are, we wanted to make them complicated to resemble ourselves. You know, we wanted to show who we are today. Yeah. And whom we want, how we envision us tomorrow because what what television does yeah it forms images and expectations we invent ourselves yeah we invent us whom we want to be tomorrow so these this series and these cossacks who are characters of our show they are ukrainians they are us you know we want to tell a story about us as a nation I, I love it. So, and was this film completely in the Ukraine? And how did you even cast? I mean, were you involved in that process? Very much so, yes. We, when we wrote the script, we had Yuri Dark, the person who played the, the main character in mind. We invited him. The TV channel was not sure about this actor. So it took us about four months to persuade them. So Yuri had to go through training to the gym, you know, and we were doing like rounds of castings. And so basically, the- he couldn't be a lazy husband, right? The other character, Mariana, who plays the main, uh, the lead female role, I've learned about her by chance. My son had a New Year celebration together with her in the same company. And she persuaded him to go to his girlfriend to bring her flowers and to tell her that he loves her. So this Mila Sivatska, he played a significant role in his life. And then he told me, listen, there is this wonderful actress. We've been trying actresses for months. But when Mila came, you know, it it was nothing personal. She just was a perfect fit. So we've got our Mariana. Wonderful, beautiful Mariana. There we go. There we go. So, And this is a 12-episode series, right? I mean, Uh was was it always intended to be that? Was there anything prior? Did you you try this out prior? Or did you always have the intention to make this a long-form, you know, like series? And does does it end here really? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) We uh, in the very beginning of full scale invasion on February twenty fifth. We actually had to have a pre production meeting of the second season. We cancelled it because part of the group took their families to Western Ukraine and some people were just hiding in the shelters and shelters and Key was heavily bombed. So we canceled the meeting, unfortunately. And we canceled the... Hope so. you, you look out the window, you see a couple of things coming through. I think, all right, folks, I think we got to go. <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, you know, we looked into the window with my husband and there were like, we saw explosions. What? Um, we were, yeah, you, you can, you, so you saw have that with your very like, eyes, not even no TV. You saw you, you're experiencing that in story, right? I'm so and we were discussing, like, okay, shall you go to work? 
well, you know, I cannot get to the left bank of Kiev because all bridges are blocked. So probably not today. So what shall we do? Shall we cancel all the meetings? Well, probably yes. And, you know, we, there was this expectation of war in the air. Yeah. We just didn't want to believe that it will happen. Of course, who does? Nobody wants to believe that. That that's to be only in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But we continue to try funding for the second season. You know, the first season was funded partially by commercial TV channel and partially by, by the Ministry of Culture of Ukraine. But now when we wait, wait, wait a minute. Before, Talk to, me, talk to me about that. The Ministry of Culture. So how does that work? I mean, because I have a friend in, in Ireland and he kind of had a, a same thing. He wanted to do a publishing company and, you know, the, the ministry or, or whomever, you know, kind of the state, if you will, you know, help them produce that. So how does that even work out there? Well, well, it happens when uh, at the governmental level, they have a part of the budget assigned for cultural purposes, for movies specifically. Then the Ministry of Culture, in our case, announces pitching. You participate in that pitching. pitching. You provide all the details about oh. your project. And then you take part in a highly competitive competition. Oh, okay. You can't just yeah. put form in there. You got to talk about it and sell it. So it's like Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no corruption, you know, because you will see it on TV <laughs> yeah, in a year or two. Love that. Yeah. So we got 50% from the Ministry of Culture, but unfortunately now, when we're in the state of war, we cannot rely on that budget of for this reasons, you know. So we are looking for funds all over the world. We are applying to different funds. But this particular project is quite expensive. We have horses, we have costumes, you know, we have stunts. So it's not as easy as some indie film. You have jewels, you know, those diamonds and, you know. Yeah, we have magic, you know, that costs <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a, a lot of it. I mean, it, it's so cool. I mean, what was the, well, I mean, other than that, the, the did you read comic books or something back in the day as well? Because to incorporate so many things like that, I, it reminds me of comic books, those swashbuckler type of, of comic <laughs> books as well. And then it also has a feel of a Robin Hood as well. <laughs> I, 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 I was digging that. I was peeping that first episode, and it's funny. Ivan is, is hysterical. <laughs> you know, we, we wrote three episodes, and one we decided to think about the magical heirloom. We, we saw that, well, you know, we're at the point when we need to to invent that legend. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's spend a couple of weeks think about mythology a little bit. So talk about your approach to storytelling and production. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? For the Kozaks compared to, to, to anything you've done prior. You know, did you change your approach? Very much so, yes. It was very time and effort consuming. We... Our casting lasted for five or six months, and usually it's just a couple of months. We started to work on costumes like probably six months before the filming oh. because we needed to actually make to see you a lot of costumes for extras as well. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, and our actors, they had to go to, uh, through training. They learned how to ride horses and how to do stunts. And most of the stunts are performed by actors themselves. That's what they wanted to do. It was there. Yeah. You know, and sometimes when a stunt was particularly difficult, we were like, you know, let's call a specialist. Yeah, and our was telling, no, 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 no. I want to have a close-up doing that stunt. No, I'll do it myself. And so, and now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So talk about that, though, because I'm, I'm not making movies. So how, how, where does that budget come from? To do, that come from that budget from the ministry and everything else that you collect to, be, to, to train the actors and all during the process? That, that's all together? Or is that something separate even? Sorry, could you could you repeat the question? I didn't quite right. get that. All right, so you're saying how the ministry, you know, when you got the funds to create the movie, right? So that, that budget, and within mm -hmm. that budget, you know, just out of curiosity, is that where you, do you set aside funds to help the actors train like you were talking about? Oh, okay, cool, cool. So that's all included. So they get yeah, in there, they're going to get trained. They don't, that's part of the budget. Oh, okay, they yeah, get yeah. Yes, yes. So, you know, we look at the script and we see that these, let's say, 10 actors, they need to know how to ride horses. Mm -hmm. So let's send them to training. They need at least 10 classes. You know, we, we need to assign money for that. Or, for example, Ivan and Nazar, they were very fond of those trainings. They've learned how to do some really difficult stunts. You know, and they were sincerely enjoying doing those stunts. So they, it was their own choice. You know, oh, we can do that. Let's let's go. Let let us have a few extra classes, and we'll okay. do it by ourselves. Oh, nice, nice. So they kick extra. You inspired them. Look at that. That's that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so all right. So oh, so we have hopefully a second season coming. You know, we got this wonderful first season here. But I got to ask, because you did say, you know, what, you know, and we all know, the world knows what's going on there in the Ukraine. And given that current situation, are any of the stars, you know, from the show actively involved in supporting and participating in the war efforts right now? Yes. You know, almost everybody. Wow. Uh, we, we have a number of actors who are actually fighting at the front line. And we have one, our pyrotechnic was killed in May 22 as oh. a frontline, Alexander Suvora. Oh. You know, a lot, a lot of our actors, they participate as volunteers. So they do help a lot. Like, for example, Andrei Sainka, who played Nazar, he runs a foundation where he collects money and they buy vehicles for different military units. Wow. Uh, you know, they, they, everybody, everybody is really, you, you cannot, now in Ukraine, you cannot stay aside. Yeah. You, you, you have no choice. You are, you know, you're willing to participate because that's Absolutely. our future. Yeah, you know, it, it, either do or die at this situation. Well, my, my heart goes out to all you guys fighting out there and to all those amazingly Talented people. I'm so sorry about the loss of one of your team members. That that must be feel horrible. 
you know, but you know, bless everyone out there, you know, and, and hope everybody returns home safely and that this stuff is over real soon. I mean, the world needs to heal, man. We need to stop this nonsense. We all living on one planet. Please, aliens, come because everybody's gonna come together. <laughs> you know, on that note, I want to thank American taxpayers because you know we are very, very thankful today. You do help us, you know, and it's not that if you if America were not helping Ukraine, we would, you know, be part of Russian world. No, it's it just about that we won't be alive, you know. Yeah. So we really, really thankful for your support. It's you know something really important for our country. Well, and well, the whole world should be like that, Oksana, in my opinion. So how other, you know, it should be it should be just be peace and love and you know, and progression. Like look what you said. One hundred percent, you know, literacy. Imagine if we were able to obtain that worldwide. You know, but but why won't they let us? You know what I mean? Questions to be asked. But that's a you know, different type of podcast. <laughs> I don't want to get so I'll get into it real quick, baby. Anyway, so you know, being where you're at the things you've gone through, the stuff you, you, you're going through now even. I mean, what type of advice would you even give to aspiring filmmakers, you know, not just here in the United States, but even there in the Ukraine that may be watching and listening, you know, looking to make their mark in the industry, you know, worldwide? You know, when you're living in a situation, when your city is bombarded almost every day, you, go, you get this feeling. You might be killed today, not even tomorrow, but today. You're getting used to this feeling. But you start thinking that, you know, you don't have much time. Do what you are created for. Just don't waste time on making money or doing some shitty stuff. You know, do something meaningful, something, express yourself. You know, you need to make a footprint in this world. Just change it. I love that. And folks, I did promise us an exclusive little clip, right? You think I forgot? Of course not. You know, I wanted to inspire you because you're going to see what inspired her right now. Now, check out this cool little clip before we go today, you know, straight from the show. Peep. Forget. Forget. Oh. Forget. Forget. Oh. Forgive me, yourself, for Christ's sakes. Don't hit me! My left eye is glass! You cut your hand! Bogdan, I'm not going to hit promise you! Promise me! Don't smack you! You promised! Where's Mariana? In the kitchen! I'm sorry, my beautiful one. I regret that I don't have any money, sweetheart. But for you, it's even better. From now on, I owe you. Good work, Lizard! Ask for anything, I'll do whatever you desire. Let me demonstrate my virtue. And I'll show you exactly what I mean. Mariana? <clears throat> Please, you're interrupting. Get your hands off. Nazar, what's happening out there? Yeah, go. Wait, Nassar! Yes, 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 no, Nassar, stop. Yes. Listen to Mariana. Uh, 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 
by the way, I'm Ivan. Pleasure to meet you. Boy, yeah. stop it! Come on, come on now, folks. I didn't put a smile on your face. And it, and that's one of my friend's dreams right there. Shout out to Chris Rose. He wants to have a bar fight just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so please go to Crackle and watch Cossacks. That's you will like, enjoy it. Absolutely they will because Crackle is the home to get some amazing free streaming. You can check it out right there. You'll get, you know, the, the app, visit the website. I mean, you got it for your TV, too. And again, it is free. A 12-episode amazing series by this wonderful uh, young lady right here, Oksana Ivanya. Telling you, once that war is over, there's going to be even more stuff coming from Oksana, I'm sure, right? So, Oksana, can you give us a tease? If, if, you, if there any other project outside of the Kozaks that you could tease that you may be working on? Yes, we are working on a number of projects. One is called Diggers of the Sun. It's a 10-episode series, and it's about amber diggers. So we have amber in Ukraine, and people dig it and smuggle it to Poland. Oh, what? So it's a partially criminal, partially mystical story. And in order to develop it, we've got a highly competitive grant from Netflix. So we are in the process of writing the script. Another story that we really, you know, very fond of is about, it's, it's, a, it's a myth. It's a big myth. Okay. And it's, it grows from Ukrainian mythology, okay. from Ukrainian folklore and Ukrainian mythology. It has a lot of action and mystery and adventure and, you know, in order to start working on this project, we were, you know, we were to a huge extent inspired by Vikings, you know, the series that sold, you know, modern haircuts and northern mythology to the world. Mm -hmm. you know? And so we very much hope that it will be something big and meaningful. So for us, it is it, very, very important uh, investment. Yeah, I, I cannot wait, Oksana. I mean, it seems you definitely know where you want to go. That's so important, you know, because you're also an entrepreneur in doing all this. So, you know, having that direction <laughs> is so key and that strength, you know, and that vision. So I salute you, you know, bless you and your team out there. Please stay safe because, you know, the world needs more Oksana Ivanik in the world. Come on. Bring that goodness, but it better be checking out the Cossacks. It's right there on Crackle. Again, it's ready for you, guys. It's the weekend. You know what to do. Lay back, relax, and tune in for that free TV. Get that popcorn going. And tell you, this is going to put a smile to your face. A wonderful array of actors. I mean, an ensemble cast, you know, produced, screenwritten, direct, you know, by, by a wonderful person, directed by, by amazing people. And all the way from the Ukraine, you know what I mean? That's awesome. All the side of the world stuff that, listen, we have a strike here. So, you know, we need all the content we can get, you know? <laughs> yeah. Start watching. Start watching. And with that, thank okay. you, Oksana. I appreciate your time thank today. You. A big shout out to my man, Mr. Chris Z from Cracker for, for uh, taking care of me over here and giving me and blessing me with this wonderful opportunity to speak to this talented lady. You know, so again... 
appreciate you all for tuning in. Follow commoncrusaders.com, undercovercake.com. You know what it is. Hasta la próxima. Much love. Wepa! Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.